This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. What an amazing day for a podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of my show. As I alluded to last week, today we are going to talk about consistency in your communication. I like to call it being impeccable with your word. This is not my original idea. I originally saw the phrase and learned what it meant from a book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. This is one of the four agreements, as the book calls it, one of the four codes of conduct for life. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so that you are impeccable with your word and impeccable with your dog. I am Benny Copeland, trainer to the people, behaviors to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, a dog lover. Thank you for listening and sharing your favorite show. As I said last week, I alluded to two things that you can do to have a spectacularly amazing relationship with your dog. I said those two things were being specific and consistent. Then I went so gung-ho into what being specific meant that I did not have time to talk about what I meant by being consistent. So here we go. Google definition for consistent is acting or done in the same way over time especially so as to be fair or accurate. I like this definition when it comes to communicating with your dog. A dog is reactive. They think in if-then logic. If this happens, then this will happen. The less consistent you are, the more confusing it is to your dog and vice versa. So let's not deviate from this topic right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. 
Dogs are so simple. Humans complicate things. The two main ways dogs learn from you is your body language and your voice tone. Even though you may think you are communicating one thing, your body may be saying another. A good example is when you're standing at the back door yelling at your dog to come inside. You call your dog loud enough for him to hear you once, and your dog ignores you. If you look at him, oh wait, this is your dog. (laughs) If I look at him, then I will have to come in and do what he says. So then you repeat yourself, a little louder this time, but there's no frustration in your voice yet. But by the third time you yell, there is. Now he knows you're serious by your tone, but your body language is saying something totally different. He turns to look at you, then turns back to the cat that's right outside the fence. You yell again, and this time with all the anger and frustration you can muster, and really loud, too. This time he turns, because in the past you've been a little rough with him when your voice got to that level. But again, you're still just standing inside the door. You haven't even taken a step past the threshold. Body language tells everything. The moment you step outside past the door and the door is starting to swing shut behind you, the dog zooms toward you right past you and in the door before it can even close. So fast, in fact, that you're dumbfounded and left outside standing by yourself. So fast, in fact, that you begin to laugh. It is so amusing that your dog can move so fast when he really wants to. You step into the house and continue the process of getting ready for work, ignoring your dog, which is easy because now he's all curled up in his dog bed, out of the way, and out of your way. This is a daily ritual between you and your dog, and you have no idea. Sometimes he doesn't make it into the door, and he gets the wrath of you, maybe a pop on the bottom or a stern look for which he compliantly looks guilty. So you think that he knows what he did, and he's having a little remorse. And sometimes, most times, he makes it in the door, then gets ignored. This is one example of how I see people communicate with their dogs every day. Consistency is not doing something exactly the same way and always at the same time. It's doing something the same way over time. My dogs have come to know when they're going to get fed, when they need to go into their crates, which I call their house, and when they are going to go for a ride or a walk. Mainly, my body language gives away this information, and I also do some of the same routine little things. You wonder why your dog runs under the bed right before you're ready to leave. It's because you've created a consistent routine for getting ready to leave. I have this mantra I say every time before I walk out the door. It's the adult version of head and shoulders, knees and toes. I say, wallet, keys, glasses, phone... And I say it out loud. So if I do that before I put the dogs up, Oz runs to where I keep the treats. And Beans used to run under the bed. She now just sits down and waits for me to put Oz in his house. And then after I throw the treat into her house, she walks in. We have created a consistent routine that includes my little catchy tune as I prepare to leave. 
Dogs that have really high separation anxiety, especially when it comes to you leaving the house, well, these are the ones that I'll help an owner learn ways to change their leaving routine to make it easier on the dog. Sometimes it's that routine that causes and creates bigger and worse anxiety. Most times you, the dog lover, sympathize with your dog during this time, and you inadvertently reinforce your dog's behavior because you give positive, pleasing, loving attention the moment your your dog starts to get anxious. It's very normal as a human reaction to do something like that. Now, I've done shows on both anxious dogs and crate training that talk very much more in depth about these behaviors and how to deal with them better. Being impeccable means that you are aware of what you are saying, how you're reacting, and that you do these two things with purpose. In the book, Don Miguel says to use your word in the direction of truth and love. I think this is a great message, not just in communicating with your dog, also when communicating with each other as well. Of course, his book is not about dog training. It's about life and how we as humans interact with each other. It's also about how you perceive yourself and how you create awareness of your daily actions through thoughts and reactions. So many times I have learned life lessons and have been able to apply them to my everyday work with dogs and people. Well, the reality is that I'm working with people, not with the dogs. I already understand your dog and why he does all the crazy things he does. It's my job to help you be aware of all the crazy things you are doing. Being impeccable with your word also means that when you say something, you do it. Not after saying it five times. Everyone's at a very different level when it comes to their expectations, whether it be from a dog or other people. I have what I call a repeat it once limit. I rarely, if ever, ask the third time. Oz knows this well. Molly did too. Beans, on the other hand, is still testing the boundaries. She is coming up on her teen years, and that's typically between a year and a half and two and a half years for most dogs. And she's already starting to show that independent desire of a teenager. It's okay. I understand that this is a stage for dog. And if you want to understand, refer to episode 088. I consistently treat her the same way until she becomes compliant. Remember, if then... And if you can catch yourself being inconsistent when you see your dog doing something different than what you expected. So, if your dog is not coming when called, if I yell, then he runs. If he's jumping up on your friends when they come over, if I don't have a leash on, then he jumps and gets attention for it, sometimes positive, sometimes negative. Barking. If I get on the phone, then he barks and I have to sit down with him and calm him down so he can be quiet. There are so many different scenarios. There is no way I can cover them all in just a few minutes, but I bet I hit on a few good ones. 
Everyone is different in their expectations, and because of those differences, you can see where one person might be okay with certain behaviors while others aren't. My neighbors think it's okay to let their dog out and wander the neighborhood. That is not okay with me. Being consistent is about finding your level of tolerance, then behaving consistency in the moment that the behavior goes beyond your level. Anything you do different each time will be confusing, and it will take much longer to get your message across. Last week, I used the example of the Coke in the South. If I asked you if you would like a Coke, and you say yes, my next question is usually, what kind? But what if I asked you, in general, do you want something to drink? And you say yes. Well, then I bring you a glass of milk. As I'm handing you the glass, you yell angrily at me and say, no, dummy, I wanted a Coke. Then the next day, I ask you again if you want something to drink. And you say yes. This time, I bring you a Coke. And as I reach to give you the Coke, you again react angrily and say, no, stupid, I wanted a beer. Each day this goes on, and it gets to the point that I'm very nervous and anxious around you because you behave very, very inconsistently. Yes, I could have asked what you wanted to drink, but guess what? Your dog can't. As I do my best in life, I also do with my dog. I am impeccable with my word. I get it. No one is going to be perfect in communication, and sometimes you say things that just turn out to be impossible or impractical. That's okay. Learn to be okay with making mistakes and just own up to them. I have learned that it's kind of fun to be wrong, and I'm okay with being wrong. It sometimes is a little embarrassing, and I take my lumps often. One thing I often say is that anything you do once or twice does not make a habit. The problem arises when you don't recognize the mistakes you've made that once or twice, and you continue to do it the same way, expecting different results. I heard once that that was the definition of insanity, but I don't believe that that's true because I see it all the time from absolutely sane and intelligent people repeating a request over and over and over again. Setting expectations too high when the education or experience just isn't there. Going a certain direction, knowing there are obstacles, and even when there's a different and better way presented to you, you still go that same direction. Many people say their dogs are stubborn, but think of all the times someone has told you how to do something differently in order to get better results, and you stubbornly keep doing it your way. It was not because you didn't trust or believe the person. It was because you had created a habit of doing it a certain way, and for you, it worked. It may not work well, but it just worked. In summary, today we discussed what it means to be consistent. You discovered on how being impeccable with your word can create consistency. You also learned that habits are hard to break especially if you're unaware of how you're doing it. Thank you. 
If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your word and your dog. <laughs>